0: I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So once again, just go to audibletrial.com slash for 30 days free. They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the essential for women multivitamin and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just wanna fill some gaps in my diet. And I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting, like the, the Essential for Women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that like not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool. And you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan bioavailable and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO, project-verified, gluten, and major allergen-free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com birthnaturally to start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Today is a very exciting episode. I am talking once again to Laura, who originally was on in episode 23. She told her... Um, home birth story with her first baby, and now she's come back on to talk about her second home birth, and uh, I love talking to Laura so much. She is just so cool, and she always has very interesting birth stories, so it makes for a very fun (laughs) listen, but um, Laura and her husband actually own a Health center in North Carolina and where they do chiropractic care, among many other things. So she was able to see a chiropractor all throughout her pregnancy, which she says is super helpful. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Well, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. So, why don't you? just tell everyone a little bit about you and your family for those that maybe haven't listened to your first episode yet.
1: Of course. So my name is Laura. My husband is Preston. We have a daughter named Oakland and we opened a health center, chiropractic health center called gate city health in 2017. We are here in Greensboro, North Carolina. I do often regret leaving Florida, but that is another story for another day. (laughs) Um, I gave birth to Oakland. Um, at my house. And we recorded that previously. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a very fast labor, six and a half hours, but it was intense start to finish. Like from the second, the first contraction hit, it was like full on go time. It was just a really wild experience. And I think going into it, like learning during my pregnancy, watching home birth videos and doing all the research, listening to all the different podcasts, being in a chiropractic mindset, I knew that I held a reverence for pregnancy and for childbirth, but I don't think that you can fully experience that until you've given birth yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's just go, it moves to a different level. Right. Um, so after that experience was really eye opening to just learn about how much respect I had for the female body. And I just feel really excited and passionate about birth. So I was actually able to attend my very best friend's birth as well. She wanted me there. We prayed about it and hoped so bad I could be there states away. Um she also recorded her birth with you guys.
0: Yeah, that was Jenna.
1: That was Jenna. And that was in March. That was so wonderful. And now I just want to share about my second birth.
0: Yeah. So yeah, talk to us a little bit about okay. You had your first. Um, when did you decide that? you know, you might want to start trying again.
1: For number two, my sweet little indie babe. So Oakland was about a year and a half old and we decided to start trying. I was a little bit on the fence because I shouldn't say a little bit. I was straight up on the fence. I was full blown on the fence. I don't know if I want to do this again, just Mm -hmm. because pregnancy for me is a very hormonal time. And as a business owner, as a driven woman I have a lot that I need to accomplish and I couldn't I couldn't really picture myself being pregnant with a toddler and a business it was a bit overwhelming yeah but I really held out a lot of faith that it would be a different pregnancy like I really told myself many times it doesn't have to be the same you don't have to feel as bad it doesn't have to be as depressing like you can have energy which to some degree is true but also to some degree pregnancy is hard on the human body. So.
0: Mm -hmm. And did you feel that way your entire pregnancy? Because I know some people are just like first trimester, literally cannot do anything. But then after that, they, you know, are like full of energy. But did you just feel that way the entire pregnancy?
1: Um, I I think what I felt on and off throughout the duration of the both pregnancies is this kind of undercurrent of my mindset is, faulty or something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my my mental space is so soft which is feminine but it's so different from how i live my day to day and my mindset of like wake up get it done go 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 driver that when i'm pregnant i become humbled by the feminine side of things where it's like you slow down you have to slow down your body has to slow down your mindset has to slow down you become introspective you're and it's it's just uncomfortable for me I am learning or have learned at least through my second pregnancy to kind of press into that a little bit more and not fight it so much and not see it as weakness so much but it's definitely a consistent struggle throughout the pregnancy. It's not that my physical body is ailing me. It's my, it's mental, it's hormonal and mental, just a whole different headspace that I'm in when I'm pregnant. But we started, we started trying to, for baby, second baby in May, and I got pregnant right away, but also lost that baby right away. So it was a really quick, quick turnaround, like pregnant. And then a week later, not pregnant, like bleeding. Mm And that was hard. That was sad. That was obviously not expected or or wanted. But really trusting the body, trusting my body. You know, the body is incredibly intelligent, and it's going to do the right thing at the right time. And just trying to really believe that, despite how sad that feels. You know. Mm -hmm. So it took it took five months after that of trying until we got pregnant with Indigo. I think that that that, that also shifted my mindset. I don't know. It's, it's an unfortunate, but a beautiful thing that when I did get pregnant with Indigo, I was just so grateful. I had so much gratitude that I walked into that pregnancy. Like I had, I wanted Indy so bad because I had a miscarriage. Like Mm -hmm. I, my heart was so ready, so open, so desiring that when i got pregnant and i was nauseous and i was had no energy and my mindset was being affected it was it was like it didn't even matter i was just wow. thankful like i was just yeah so i had a totally different experience my second pregnancy and i i think gratitude had a lot to do with it for me for my experience
0: right wow cuz that's that's so cool i mean it just shows like what your attitude can like how it can change so much how you feel because that you could have it could have gone either way. You could be, you know, scared is this pregnancy going mm-hmm. to like it might go and miscarry again. Mm-hmm. Like but instead you went the opposite way and just um we're so grateful that you were able to get pregnant again. And that's that's just so cool.
1: Yeah. And I remember thinking I remember having the idea that like I, I could feel really scared. Mm -hmm. any day but I really felt like every day that I carry life in my body is a blessing and Mm -hmm. like you don't know how long you'll get to carry this child you don't know if it'll be a few days a few weeks a few months you don't you have no idea but you never do so I, I really that perspective helped me so much to just like be so thankful for each day that I was able to carry a child in my body
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I hope that helps people who maybe have miscarried and, you know, struggle with the idea of getting pregnant again because it is, it can be a scary thing. But I think like hearing stories like that where people are mm-hmm. like so positive and so grateful, I think it can help.
1: Yeah. The mindset shift was huge. Mm-hmm, so for sure. How, how did the rest of your
0: pregnancy go then? Was it, was it similar to with you first or, you know, did you have a totally different experience?
1: It was somewhere in between. I mean, I definitely would have these like waves of, you know, hormones and intensity of, it was also COVID was still happening. So there's Mm -hmm. like a lot of outside stress that I'm looking around at the world and having lots of questions about reality, you know, Mm and being pregnant doesn't, doesn't really help that sort of thing. So it was, it was both intense, but, but also a lot better than my first pregnancy and mm-hmm. that it was more enjoyable and I had a better attitude through it and I didn't I had less pain I had less um, pelvic pain from like exercising and stuff like that it was a pretty overall pretty good pregnancy
0: oh awesome and y- you obviously are planning you were planning another home birth were you using like the same midwives and everything
1: oh my gosh I was Yes. And no, yes, I was planning a home birth. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm in a new, I was in a new house at this time. So the house that I gave birth in with Oakland was like this tiny little two bedroom, one bath. um, And we had a different midwife. My second one was this house that we're in now. And I had this vision that I was going to be outside. I kept Mm -hmm. having this vision of like, I'm going to be outside. I don't care if it's thunderstorming, if it's daytime, if it's nighttime, if it's sunny, like, I just feel like I want to be outside experiencing nature doing this nature thing with mm-hmm. my body and it just felt right. So, I did have a different midwife this time. She was a little bit further from my house. She's about an hour and 15 minutes away. And we had gone back and forth, Preston, my husband and I and with the midwife, Lori, like had open conversation about free birth. We were very interested in doing a free birth but also didn't feel fully equipped to do that yet or to Mm -hmm. choose that yet but spoiler alert I ended up having a free birth so oh my gosh (laughs) Um, but my midwife was wonderful oh my gosh she holds such amazing space for like true autonomous woman-led birth and she was like the perfect fit for me my prenatals were fantastic even though it was a far drive like she let me do a lot of my prenatals from home Mm-hmm. Where she she bought me a fetus scope. she bought me like the urine strip so I could kind of do some things on my own how I wanted and just FaceTime with her, which felt really good to me. It felt so empowered and so autonomous. It felt so <sighs> I don't know. I I really just felt like it was about mother-baby connection and it felt really mm-hmm. strong there.
0: Yeah, that's so cool that that you were able to find someone who was like a perfect fit
1: hmm She was great. And I also opted for no ultrasound, just like with Oakland. Mm-hmm. I will say it was a little bit more of a struggle this time around mentally mm-hmm. to not get the ultrasound because last, my first pregnancy, I didn't. And I struggled, like, do I want to, do I not want to? I trust my body. I have faith in the body, but I still want to know that everything is okay. Yeah. And so this time it was just like, Oh my gosh, more of the same, like more of that again. And I have to go through nine months of that again. So I had scheduled an ultrasound appointment, but then ultimately canceled it. Because I just went back to I kept going back to the same, the same thing. What am I going to do with that information? Like, what is that information for? Right. And at the yeah. end of the day, it wasn't going to do anything. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to influence anything. So yeah. why why put my body under some sort of testing? for outside medicalized information that I, that I really did not need. Mm-hmm. So that was a little tricky, but I'm, I am I'm feel really thankful and glad that I stuck with my philosophy on health throughout.
0: Yeah. Good for you. And good for you for finding someone, like I said, that, you know, was okay with your, whatever decisions that you wanted to make. Like that's so cool.
1: Yeah. She's and wonderful. Yeah.
0: That's clearly like what you needed and Yeah. So, you know, talk to us about as you were getting further along, you're you approaching your due date, how are you feeling at that point?
1: Massive. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't I we see, all. <laughs> I feel like I see some women that are that are very far along and they're still smiling and like I feel like my my face swallows my face like I just get like it was summer too. It's the dead of mm-hmm. summer, so it's like Hot. I was just felt so large, and getting up from a chair, it just felt like a <laughs> mammoth. I don't know. I just was so large and so ready too. I was so excited to go into labor, and I had uh, what do they call that? Prodromal labor. Mm-hmm. And I never had that with Oakland, so this was new. This was totally new, where I would wake up in the middle of the night, and it happened for two weeks, probably I don't know three or four times.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I would wake up in the middle of the night with regular repeating contractions. I mean, not intense, but enough to wake me up. I would get so excited. And you are not like, you're supposed to be chill. Yeah. You know, they're like, <laughs> just relax, lay down. That's not my MO. I'm like, oh. <gasps> This is the best day of my life. It's happening. I'm so excited. Like yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I can't, I can't do the whole like, oh, go back to like close your eyes. No, mm-hmm. there's no chance in hell. So I jump out of bed after, you know, 15 minutes and I'm like, yay, this is happening. Go to take a shower because my midwife told me if you take a shower or you take a bath of some sort, if you're in real labor, it will continue through. If you're not in real labor, it will stop. Yep. So they kept stopping.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so sad.
1: (laughs) And it was just such a mind game because I've already like, okay, so I have a videographer, my friend, she's gonna record it. It's gonna be epic, cannot wait. My midwife, who I really wanna be there, she's an hour and a half away, cannot wait. And it's like, when is it happening? Is it not gonna happen? And, And I keep telling everybody, you might miss it. You might miss it. I don't know why. Well, I guess I did that because I knew.
0: Well, cause, and also, I mean, your first birth was so quick. I mean, I would be planning like "Mm," to call right away. Like guys (laughs) prepare now. But when you were having those like fake contractions, (laughs) you're like, uh, do I call? Do I not?
1: I was so confused. I was so confused. And I was praying for a three hour labor. So I'm praying for a three-hour labor. My midwife's an hour and a half away. I'm having prodromal labor. All the stars are just aligning for this to go awry. Mm -hmm. So what was it? The night before I go or the day that I go into labor, gosh, it was such a good day. We took Oakland to the park. Um, Around the edge of the park is like this little ledge. So I'm doing curb walking. And this is, I'm like 40 weeks, two days or one day, Mm -hmm. which I gave birth with Oakland on 40 days like on mm-hmm. my due date, which is mm-hmm. hilarious to me. Yeah, I love that. So it's like a day or two after my due date. So I'm kind of curb walking around the, around the playground. That night, Preston and I had a date night. We went to the best restaurant in Greensboro, really like over the top, ordered everything we wanted. It was amazing. Happy, oxytocin, yay. <laughs> Come home, it's like 9.30. And we tell my parents who were babysitting, we we're like, all right, like, maybe we'll see you tonight. Send them home. They leave. We go to bed. I wake up. What was it? It was probably three o'clock in the morning on the dot. I wake up to some contractions, but they're so mild, but they're regular, and I just can't tell if this is really it. If it's not really it, I lay in bed for about fifteen minutes, and then I decide, okay, I'm gonna take a shower, and it's gonna go away. Like, don't get your hopes up. I'm kind of bitter in my head. Mm-hmm. You know? Like this, this BS again.
0: <laughs> I'm just so gonna I be get pregnant up. forever. So right. <laughs>
1: Just teasing me. Yeah. So I get up, take a shower. They don't stop. I'm so excited. So now the (laughs) excitement is back. I wake up Preston. I'm like, it's happening. We call my parents. They come over and they just go upstairs. They go straight to bed because I'm like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm having too much fun also. When (laughs) Oakland started, it was zero to 60 right away the whole time.
0: Oh yeah. So you didn't get those like nice, mild contractions that you can just enjoy for a little
1: while zero but this time I did and I I was I didn't know that it meant I was still in labor I so we didn't call we didn't tell anybody else Mm -hmm. because I thought this can't be like for real for real this is just Mm -hmm. kind of I don't know it was just confusing So we're having the time of our life. We're like, Oh my gosh, we have music playing. We're burning Palo Santo. We're going outside. We're sitting on the deck and it's a full moon. It's a beautiful full moon, the second full moon of August. And it is perfect. Ideal hanging out. I'm like looking at him. We're just grinning ear to ear. (laughs) He shoots my midwife a message like, Hey, just so you know, this is what's going on. And I interrupt because all along the plan was she was going to leave right away to make sure she didn't miss anything. She's going to leave right away. And I, who, if you are in labor, maybe don't be the person to make the call. Like you are in no headspace to make any sort of decision about anything, Mm -hmm. but I interrupt and I'm like, no, I cannot, this cannot be for real. Don't come. I tell her not to come.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Why did I do that? I don't know.
0: (laughs) And your husband's like, no, 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 come.
1: Yeah. Like, I think she could come, but I'm so bullheaded. I'm like, stop it. Put your phone down. It's that, like, tell her don't come.
0: So you, you were like, no, we still have, we still have time. Like, because it it's not intense even, yet.
1: It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wrap my head around anything because I was enjoying myself. Right. Yeah. So he finally, this is like, this goes on for about two hours of just happy, fun, like living the best life. Time is going so fast, but so slow at the same time. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he suggests like, why don't we go for a walk? Like it's a full moon. It's beautiful. Let's just walk down the street a little bit. And I'm like, okay, let's do that. I don't know what happened. I stand up to go in the house to go pee. Cause I'm like, let me do that before we go for this walk. And I drop to all fours, which is my innate, like work through some stuff position. And I have this train move through me type contraction on oh the my gosh! thank god we were not down the street i don't know how i would have managed yeah <laughs> so i'm like okay i can't go anywhere my parents hear me i'm like so immediately go from happy joyful woo-hoo, to vocalizing through a contraction on all fours like not doing great. Oh my
0: so gosh. my parents
1: hear me, they wake up. My dad comes down. He's like, we need to blow up this birth pool right now. So they start working on the birth pool. Things are moving quick. I go inside, take a shower. Preston calls the midwife. Okay. You have to come now. She's <laughs> like, great. I will jump in. He texts the videographer. You need to come now. He texts the doula. So everybody's like, goes from taking a nap to we need to show up. Yeah. Yeah but they all live far away. Mm. So I'm inside, I'm in the shower, they're outside scrambling, trying to get everything set up, get the birth pool set up. The shower's feeling nice on my back. But I realize maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes into the shower that, oh my gosh, they're filling up the birth pool, which means- my, my biggest fear is I'm going to get into a cold water at some point. I yes. cannot. Yeah. I do not want to be in cold water. I hate cold water. Just ew.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so I do decide to turn off my shower because I don't want to take from my hot water heater mm-hmm. that's filling up my future happiness pool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'm on my hands and my knees on the hard floor of the shower no water on me, naked, cold, shivering. Oh my gosh. And I'm going through transition there. Oh my gosh. Alone. I mean, Preston, I think he popped in. He would like pop in because he's like, i outside, make sure that's working, running inside, are you okay? And when I'm, I like love physical touch. I love words of affirmation. I am about that life. But when I'm in transition, something like I turn it, I don't know, I morph, like don't touch me, don't talk to me nothing can help me nothing can even enter I can't even hear you I'm right on, exactly I'm, yeah I'm like on a different plane of existence and mm-hmm. I the the touching is added I don't know like something for me to process and I can't I have no space to process anything in my body outside of what's happening yeah for this baby to come through so he would like come and he'd be like oh baby you're doing so good and like put his hand on me and when I'm in transition I'm like don't fucking touch me (laughs) it's terrible it is not cute it is not connecting it is not intimate it is not sweet it is intense (laughs) and like as soon as the contraction would end I'd be like oh I love you so he's just like okay like we're just gonna roll with this like whatever you need which thank god he's so sweet he really puts (laughs) up he really puts up with me but so that was like terrible but also kind of funny and then finally he's like okay the pool's ready I'm like thank Jesus Lord okay get me into it walk outside sit in the sink into the pool and it is so started at 3 a.m it's probably 6 30 a.m so it's been three and a half hours and I'm getting I'm I'm going or have gone through transition at this point Mm -hmm. I'm sinking into my tub oh my gosh heaven on earth like I've experienced when they say Water birth is like an epidural.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like getting into that water. Oh my gosh. So I had maybe three contractions just happy that barely, barely touched. Like I couldn't even hardly feel them move through me. Wow. Compared to what just happened in the shower.
0: Oh my gosh. It was
1: incredible. Like after that experience, I'm going, Why did I have like I need to be in the bathtub from the second I have a first contraction? Just stay in there.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Seriously.
1: Oh my gosh, it was amazing. But still, nobody's there, by the way.
0: Oh God, yeah. I mean, how far away were they at this point?
1: And I, I, at this point, my doula was maybe 15, 20 minutes out. Okay. But my videographer, same. And then my my midwife, even longer, like 40 minutes out.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So three contractions of the tub felt great. And then the baby's coming out. So my mom, the whole time I kept prepping her, mom, just so you know, like they might not make it. I'm hoping for a fast labor. They might not make it. She's far away. And she was like, as long as the midwife is there, it will be fine. Well, midwife's not there. So my mom's standing there and she's got squirrely look in her eyes. Like she is like stressed out. So I can't look at her.
0: (laughs) but she (laughs)
1: took the only video footage that I have because my videographer did not make it. My dad is right there, which is amazing. He was so helpful. Preston's right there. I am, the baby is coming out of me and it feels, I mean, it's like a train moving through your body. It's just so intense, so full that, that sensation of just like absolute fullness, Mm -hmm. almost intolerable. And Oh my gosh. So when I was in the shower, I remember re- like, like reaching inside to feel if I could feel the baby there mm-hmm. at all. And I could not at all. No. And when I got into, so 15 minutes passes from there, I get into the the tub and I reach my hand down and the baby, her head is right, is coming out basically. Oh,
0: wow. Oh my gosh.
1: So I couldn't, and I felt the water bag. Her head was still in the water bag. And I had the thought while I'm feeling this intolerable fullness of her right in the birth canal, she's right there. And I want to pinch, I put my nails on the water bag thinking I could just, I could just slice it a little bit to help, (laughs) help break it. And I said, no, Laura, like let your body do it. That was so hard to do. (laughs) And then not even two seconds later, it bursts on its own. Her head, her head comes through and it shocks me into a stand position. I'm like, holy, I just, my legs just straightened.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So I'm standing over the side of the birth pool I can't sink back down I am so it is her head is out of my body I'm leaning over my dad is like pushing my back down because he's trying to hold me into this position so that I don't accidentally dip her head back in the water could you imagine oh my gosh yeah this is where I do wish I had my midwife there because they were they were just doing their best they didn't know what was going on this is intense for them they're just like okay I guess this is what's happening nobody's here her head is out they don't they also don't know how long it's okay for the head to be out right right so they're like kind of my dad's like Laura you need to get this baby out like push this baby out and I can't communicate and explain to him at this moment everything is fine it feels like a lot of time is passing but it's not Mm mm-hmm I can wait for the next wave to come like she will come through I can't say any of that obviously no (laughs) so he's like get the bit you need to push this baby out right now Preston's behind me he's just like ready to catch anyway so push her with all my might which was against my instincts but push her with all my might she comes flying out oh my gosh she was so chill so happy she was like quiet Turn around! I will never forget her sl- slick little, slippery little body, on me. <laughs> and she was fat. She was a fat baby. Oh, <laughs> it was the best thing ever. You, you oh don't know gosh. you want. You don't know you want a fat baby until you have one. And like obviously, I th- uh, you definitely can feel the difference. Like I had Oakland, I think was seven and a half pounds, and and Indy was nine. mm
0: Mm-hmm. it is a a big difference
1: you can feel it you can feel it but a fat a fat baby there's something about a fat baby that's just like oh it's just extra love
0: oh my gosh yeah
1: (laughs) wow sitting there in this hot water and look that we all kind of look around and we're like what do we do nobody's (laughs) here (laughs) did this seriously just happen on my back deck we're alone out in the wilderness like on the wild frontier of birth so the videographer shows up I don't know five minutes later the doula shows up five minutes later and she She has to go back home (laughs) oh my gosh no it was the opposite we were like thank god you're here like what are we doing we needed we needed reassurance for sure at that time. So, and my, my doula was at my, my first birth and she has a lot of training. I believe she actually is a certified midwife now, but at that time she was not, but she had a lot of that training. So she, thank God, had a lot of information, like knew what to do and knew what to look for and,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: helped me move out of the pool onto the, the like outside deck area, the couch and post up there. Um, The one thing that that we did do that I kind of regret or that I looking back wouldn't have done was there was no blood after the baby came out before the placenta came out. There was like a 40 minute period where the placenta didn't come out, which is totally normal, but there was no blood. Uh And because my midwife was not there, she was on speakerphone with the doula she they just wanted to be cautious, which is smart, but they wanted to do blue blue cohosh because they were a little bit anticipating like there might be bleeding happening behind the placenta mm-hmm. because nothing is coming out. We're kind of they were kind of concerned that there was some sort of bleeding happening internally that once the placenta moved, that I might have mm-hmm. hemorrhage. So they were looking ahead and analyzing the situation. But again, my midwife wasn't there to actually put eyes on everything. So she was like, okay, let's just do some blue cohosh. And I said, yes. And we did it. And the placenta ended up coming out and there was no issue with bleeding all along. There, there was like no big plots, nothing, everything had been fine. Mm
0: -hmm. But what
1: that did in turn was I did have very intense afterbirth pains like, oh yeah, I contracted for three days, as bad as as intensely as the active part of labor. Oh like, my gosh, I'm having to verbally work through the contractions,
0: for and for days. nothing. Like, for, then it's like really painful because you're like, well, what am I doing this for?
1: <laughs> my dude, my dude. I, I, and every time I'm latching my baby right? For breastfeeding, yeah. that's when the uterus is trying to contract. And mm-hmm. it was so painful. It was so Oh painful. my
0: gosh. I've heard, I mean, I had like very mild ones and it was like mm. nothing, but and i've heard some people get them bad but i don't think like
1: that i think it was oh because gosh. of the blue cohosh because mm-hmm. it helps to crank clamp down the uterus mm-hmm. so i'm pretty sure that that's what that was that correlation there so looking back but how do you know i mean it right. could have been it could have been a different outcome where thank god i had the blue cohosh because yes. there was some sort of a bleeding and like that was the best call So like, obviously you have to, it's like risk benefit analysis, but looking back, I was like, man, I really wish we didn't have to do that because, (laughs) oh
0: my gosh, that's, that is tough.
1: It, it definitely was intense. That was probably the least enjoyable part of everything. Like the pregnancy, the birth, it was, it was the afterbirth pains that I experienced that were, went down in history of Mm -hmm. what, what Laura did not enjoy.
0: Um, So how long was your labor then from start to finish?
1: Three hours and 45 minutes. Wow. Mm -hmm. And only one of the hours was where an hour and a half was like actually worth noting intensity wise.
0: Wow. That is, that is crazy.
1: I know. I really attribute it. I'm telling you chiropractic care through pregnancy is so necessary. I, I cannot even fathom. Growing a baby, my hips, my pelvis, my spine moving—how much it moves to compensate for this baby—and not getting adjusted, not getting mm-hmm. chiropractic care, like I—I I just feel like I want to shout it from the rooftops. Yeah, so important.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. And were your parents like supposed to be there to watch Oakland, or were they like going to be at the birth?
1: I'm so glad you asked this. My my hope and my dream. I had been preparing Oakland for nine months, watching home birth videos. She wanted to be there so bad. I wanted her to be there so bad. Mm -hmm. So my parents' whole job was that my dad was going to be on Oakland duty. Like make sure if it was during the day, like you know, either bring her in or take her out and just make Mm -hmm. sure she's there when the actual baby comes out. If it's in the night, make sure he wakes her up. There was absolutely no opportunity to wake her up. It happened so fast. (laughs) And it was like all hands on deck, like getting the supplies ready. The baby, shoot, the baby's coming out. So (laughs) she didn't make it. She wasn't there.
0: But you did have your, both of your parents there, which you didn't maybe anticipate, but that's I really did not,
1: cool. Yeah, I did not anticipate, but honestly, it was, my dad is like the greatest human on earth, really. He was in the fire, he was the chief of the fire department. He was in the military. He did Homeland Security. He did um, ski patrol. So he has a lot of training in kind of emergency medical events. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's nobody, and he's so kind and he's so sweet. I remember when I was growing up, he told me a story about as a firefighter, he showed up, he was first on the scene of a woman who was at home called nine one one because she was having a baby.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Like she didn't want it. This was not like oh, I'm having a home birth. This was like, oh shoot, my baby's coming out nine one one. I need an ambulance. Yeah. And he, as the firefighter, was the first one on the job. He was young in his career and showed up, and he helped deliver the baby.
0: Oh my gosh! With
1: no training, and I remember him telling me, like, man, I would love to be a midwife. So he, which obviously, yeah, like he, he didn't do that, but he has that heart and that mindset of like human nature, the human is beautiful and like childbirth is beautiful. So it was great having them there. It was really, really special.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, you know, besides that horrible contractions after how did the rest of your postpartum go?
1: It went really well. I was, I felt like I was in this oxytocin bliss for such an extended period of time. It went on for like, I don't know, a month, a month and a half, like four to six weeks. I was just in la-la land with my new baby. And I made a lot of different choices in, in how I mothered her for those first in the beginning compared to what I did with my first And I feel really grateful for that. Like, I feel like I can even see now the differences in what I chose to do. Like with my first kid, everybody was saying, oh, you know, every three hours, if the baby's crying and it hasn't been three hours, the baby is not hungry. It's something else. So like, I wouldn't even, I'd refuse her my body. I wouldn't breastfeed. I wouldn't latch her. I wouldn't let her have me for comfort Mm
0: -hmm. if she
1: was crying because I thought, no, schedule, schedule. Oh my gosh. I swaddled her so tightly I you know I made her sleep on her back in the second go around I just had grown in my philosophy of of what is okay and what is good physiologically for a baby so that connection was so much stronger and I think that it really lent to less stress less anxiety less depression um, um, just a stronger Emotional postpartum period in connection with my baby was making mm-hmm. different choices, like more natural, physiologically supportive decisions for myself and my baby.
0: Yeah, I mean, you learn so much with every birth, every baby, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you just get more confident in making your own decisions.
1: Yes, of like, what do I feel like is right? Like, I don't need to Google this. I don't need to ask a bunch of other people. I need to, yeah. feel and and think as mother. I know
0: yeah if, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't use breastfeeding as a comfort for my kids because it's so oh convenient
1: gosh. it's convenient and it's what they need it's right what they, they're they're wired to want and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that I think it's like an old school thought pattern of of uh, it's just for food it's just for sustenance like that's yes. not the case at all
0: mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh Wow, that sounds like a pretty incredible experience that you were able to give birth on your own with just people you love around you.
1: It was wild. It was very fun. It was very fast. It was very intense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I always recommend to people, oh, drink red raspberry leaf tea, right? You've heard that a million times. I think if I were to do this again, my body maybe doesn't need that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like that's my take.
1: My takeaway is I think that through with chiropractic care, my body does just right. Like I don't Mm -hmm. need any help in -hmm. making my uterus contract any harder than it needs to do. Like, I think if anything, I would like a slow roll where it like, steadily amplifies throughout. I just, where I yeah, go. I
0: don't know if that's uh, in the cards for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is this my reality check? <laughs> so well, are you, are you we can dream.
0: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> are you thinking about having more or are you like, oh,
1: I hmm. am. It's actually, yeah. um it was 24 hours after I gave birth this time and I And I was inside in my bed where I'm sitting right now and I can look out my window and I can see the deck right where I gave birth. It was 24 hours. I am so fresh postpartum and I feel my next child spirit. Like come to me in that moment. Mm -hmm. So fresh postpartum. Like I can still feel what it felt like at that point, you know, when you can still remember it. Mm -hmm. And this baby came to me, this spirit baby came to me and was like, mama, And that's it. And I just was like, oh gosh, what does that mean for me? Like, am I going to do this again? I think I have to do this again. Like I think there's (laughs) one more in me. I think there's one more.
0: That's awesome. I love that. And you know,
1: I hoped, I believed for myself in both pregnancies that I would have a pain-free birth. I did the pain-free course. Have you seen Mm -hmm. pain-free? It's called Fantastic Course about physiological birth. And I think it's so, so helpful, but I really... I really hope it for myself. And it just, it just doesn't happen for me. That's okay though. But
0: (laughs) those babies are just ready to come out quickly. I
1: know it's intense.
0: (laughs) So do you have any must have products for after baby or, you know, even during pregnancy that you just like can't live without
1: chiropractic care? Yes. (laughs) Chiropractic care is 100% necessary, especially, I mean, afterwards. So like a month after birth, I got updated x-rays. So Mm -hmm. you breastfeed both sides to empty the milk, and then it's safe to, to get x-rays and to be able to see, because I've been under care for so long, I was, I'm able to see the progression of my spine and how different things affect me and like how, what my spine, the position of my spine before I gave, before I got pregnant. And then the position of my spine after a nine month pregnancy, plus a birth. Mm -hmm. And how much like your spine shifts to compensate for these things. So even postpartum to get adjusted to help your spine get back into its normal position is so so necessary. Um, And then just encapsulating the placenta is something I'm a huge advocate for I know there's a lot of mixed reviews, some people are all about it, some people are not about it at all. Um, I think it helps with milk supply, with helping your body replenish everything that it has lost. It helps with regulating your mood um, to avoid any sort of postpartum depression or anxiety. So those are the the real things, which neither of those are products that you can click on and buy. You have to as a yes. service.
0: Mm-hmm. You need to do the research yes. and uh, figure it out. find but... somebody
1: who can help you.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So how can our listeners get in touch with you?
1: Page me. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on I'm on Instagram. Laura DNT and I. Our office um, Instagram page is at Gate City Health. Um, those are probably the two ways to to learn more about me or my practice and what we do as a chiropractic health center.
0: Awesome. Well, I will link to that in the show notes so people can you know, reach out to you easily. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us.
1: Thank you. It's always so fun. You guys are great.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you are enjoying the podcast. And if you are, don't forget to leave a rating and review and follow along on Instagram at birth naturally. Thanks.